0: This is a podcast. Welcome to the Umbrella Corporation, the largest commercial entity in the United States. Please disregard the alarms. This is only a drill. If you are in the laboratory, prepare to hold your breath as the room fills with water. Do not panic if your room fills with gas. This is non-toxic, non-lethal, and it's for your protection. If you are on an elevator, please hold on to the safety rails, because you could feel a slight drop. Do not attempt to exit the elevator until help arrives, as this may lead to decapitation. Thank you, and have a wonderful day! Today, we're talking about Resident Evil, the movie.
1: Hello and welcome to Drinkin' and Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin the Claire. Alongside
0: me is uh, Leon Saf, along with... Keith, uh, that's not feeling very well. And with me is...
2: <laughs> the Nemesis Pale. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'm the big baddie. But today's episode is featuring beer from Dot and Line Brewing and Tays River?
1: Tays River Tays
2: Tays River
1: We asked them remember Yes mm-hmm. I know I and we were at the the thing and we asked them and mm-hmm. the people there serving the beer told us one thing and then I jokingly said something at the brewery and they told me something different <laughs> <laughs> I remember So mm-hmm. yeah Tays it is Tays River Sounds and like they're more like a tease. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're talking about llama dongs, so yeah, they might be a tease. <laughs> llama ding-dongs.
2: Uh. Yeah, as Keith said, we were talking about 2002's Resident Evil, the movie.
0: Old school. Old, the,
2: the original, original movie. The original. I think it's been remade like twice since then. <laughs> yeah. 20th anniversary, this is why we have picked yes the movie to talk about 20th
3: anniversary plus we're in march which is women's month and it's a
2: women-led action movie i thought that's why you picked this as well
1: he just likes michelle rodriguez michelle
2: rodriguez and mila jokovic yeah or mila
1: kunis but she's not in the film
2: (laughs)
3: mila ws anderson
1: (laughs) all right uh already tapering downhill Oh, yeah. Real quick. All right. So the beer that we have in front of us is the Trauma Llama Double Ding Dong Hazy IPA. I said double. I don't know why I said double. Uh, I was kind of hoping it was a double IPA, maybe. But I just saw a double ding dong. And I was thinking like a uh, alliteration, right? Mm -hmm. I was just throwing words in there to make it um, triple D, triple D, making it fun. I I literally stopped there because I couldn't think of any other D words to add to this, to not sound stupid, but also make it an alliteration. Double ding-dong day. Double ding-dong day. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's a hazy IPA. Does it say anything? Uh, yes, it does. Hazy IPA features big pineapple and melon hop notes while delivering low bitterness and a fluffy mouthfeel. So pineapple. I was looking for the Pineapple. Uh, this is 6.1% ABV, and 16 IBUs, very low. And we get to use 16-bit as our geek reference, which most of our video game favorites are in 16-bits. Fortunately, Resident Evil is m- more advanced than that. Yes. Yeah, it was on the PlayStation 1, so it was pretty close. The can the,
3: actually says what you read, but it goes on to say... While we definitely make no claim that this beer has any medicinal properties whatsoever, we can say that it is certainly capable of raising your spirits, something that our llama friend could use right about now. And why is that? Because he's all strapped up in, uh, he's in some sort of hospital bed. Got a broken arm, a broken leg, and he's wearing an eye patch. He's got multiple... Contusions in his arm. You can see yeah. the X-ray in the background. My, so much
0: trauma.
1: Uh, yeah, he looks <laughs> the the face he's making with the the almost like the explicitives, but it's also kind of looks like fear sensing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't like know sweat. if he's in pain or fearful or yelling. But he's got and himself that, a nice little bear stuffed bear next to him, and a just balloon. Creepy. Re- Looking up. Reminded me it? of Alice or Mila Jeljivish's character at the end of the movie when
3: she's like. In that room, kind of strapped up. Yeah. She's got all those devices on mm-hmm. her, and he's, he has a little bit more clothes on than she did. He, he has a clothes poncho. On she, she has didn't... a poncho. Yeah. <laughs> well, she had. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, and <laughs> he's got. Uh, yeah, it's got a nice blue background that kind of transitions to pink as you yeah. turn the can, which I like.
1: Yeah, nice little ombre right there. Cotton oh, candy cool. is what it reminds me of.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a cool, cartoony looking can.
1: Yeah. Uh, the color is really nice on the eyes. The trauma llama ding dong, uh, hazy IPA all in different colors as oh, the yeah. header. Uh, and so it matches pretty much all the colors that you would see on the can from the llama perspective. Uh, but it's really nice on the eyes too. And, um, I guess they named it this way because it has a nice ring to it. Uh, trauma llama ding dong, almost like the, um, Kids thing that they say, you know, the, to say a bunch of words rhyming to, you know, I don't know what they say would say it for, but Shum-a I've heard the ding dong or something
3: like yeah that. yeah, yeah that's it. It. yeah laba yeah. ding dong bing bang boom or something yeah the yeah. little Richard I think song uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah tutti Fruity. oh yes tutti wap babababa wap bam boom Yeah, something
2: like I also like the heart monitor on the right side that's not even hooked up. But yeah, so <laughs> so not nice to him at all. You can still see the the heartbeat. Yeah, and it's got like a
3: drip, um, whatever morphine drip, but
0: that's not, it's it's not plugged that's into him either.
2: either. <laughs> so I think he's recovering really well. Just have some, some pretty home soon. Pretty sweet pink undies <laughs> on too,
0: or pink shorts, whatever those are.
2: Yeah, maybe some boy shorts. Uh,
3: for the beer, we have a nice, like a light. Yellowish golden color, very kind of creamy looking.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty creamy. Typical,
3: pretty hazy. Yep. I think mine's a little more on the white side than Dustin's because I tend to roll mine around more than he does to Correct. get a lot of that <laughs> that shit that's floating around in the can.
1: I always forget. I just meme it now. I just don't do it for the posterity. I'm looking at maybe a scorpion. That's exactly what I looked at. Like when I opened it up. I was going to flip over to the more color section to kind of see. Um, C3PO is very interesting on that. But I think this is darker, but not redder. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to tell. I think Captain Falcon would be like the next best on the uh, new color nominees. But if we're sticking to the OGs, I think uh, get over here is a way to go.
3: Video game themed. so yeah, Maybe
0: the llama and, he and, fought Scorpion. Oh, Nice and, and another
3: awesome. connection, Paul W.S. Anderson, the director of this movie, directed the Mortal Kombat movie oh, from 1994 or uh, 5. Very nice. Mm.
1: <laughs> Good looking. Perfect.
3: Nice little tie-in there. Um, how does it smell to you?
1: Um, It smells uh, smells juicy, but not quite as distinct as last week's beer. Last week's beer, if you guys mm-hmm. remember, was uh, tangerine and melon. This one is just big pineapple. I'm not sure what mango. that means. And Mango. Uh,
3: pineapple and me- uh, melon. Me- me- sorry, it's one mango and melon. Melon. Yeah, the last Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. You're right. Reverse this. Yeah. Tangerine, mango, melon. Yeah. This one's melon and pineapple, which I, eat. I'm it's getting really the hard. hints of melon on right. this one. I can't smell the pineapple, which is weird. I'm hoping to be able to taste it. I just I just don't smell it uh, out of the can. Probably oh hoppy. yeah, oh yeah, it's very hoppy out of the can. Yeah, um, totally. And then a little bit of a little bit of tartiness on the nose, probably from the pineapple. Like if you've ever cracked open a like canned pineapple, mm, right? You have that smell, uh, which probably is the same thing, right? Aluminum plus the can. Also, that was milky as I poured the rest of this. Yeah, came in there. That's,
3: that's that stuff that I got. Holy smokes! <laughs> I literally just like
1: into like into my cup. Cl- That'll
3: change the color and the flavor. Yeah,
1: let me let me smell this thing now. <laughs> Not thing. much has changed. Extra <laughs> yeah. surprise at the don't, end.
3: Yeah, yeah. Just I don't really get... get the hints of the hops or anything. Mostly just like a little bit of melon. Right. Yeah. But it's it, hard to. Sh- I filled up this glass way too full.
1: Yeah, I mean, same. But I did smell the can. Smell the can still smells very hoppy, which is yeah. which is good. That's where the hops really lie. Yeah, let's see if we can at least taste it, right?
3: Hopefully,
0: creamy goodness. Yeah, really. Yeah, really is very
3: smooth.
1: Uh,
0: definitely, definitely
3: get. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, definitely get that melon flavor that I'm getting from the nose. Mm-hmm. Little hints of pineapple, but. Not yeah. really coming through. Mm-hmm. I would reverse those two in the
1: description. Yeah. Big pineapple? Big? No. I do not agree with you at all. If if I didn't read pineapple, period, I do not think I would have been able to detect it. Mm. It's really something I have to go searching for. Yeah. I would have thought something more tropical fruit. Mm-hmm. Plus, melon. pineapple technically is. Right, it is, it is. But I wouldn't have been like... I wouldn't have pinpointed that. Exactly. I wouldn't have been like, ah, oh, this is a great pineapple beer. I would have been like, there's something tropically about this, plus mm-hmm. melon, right? And and I think you would have agreed and uh, we'd have moved all, moved along. But now we have to see and criticize it because we can't really tell the pineapple flavor. But it's definitely hazy. Definitely, especially since I added the rest of the can, it's definitely yeah creamier.
3: That's why I like to try to... Mm-hmm. shake it up before i pour just so i get the i try to get what you're going to get out of tap from my yeah. can
1: the uh post drink little burp if you will is everything that keith hates in an ipa right there oh <laughs> west it coasty was, yeah it was hop forward it, yeah it's very burp. yeah it's very hop forward burp there uh very disgusting for me to describe it like that but <laughs> it's, like I, I feel that bitterness hoppiness um just fresh in my mouth now
0: would that be that extra drip you put in at the
1: end probably it it, may it's have, right have on top of the up. glass yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> i would say the 16 ibus it feels like it's a little bit more bitter than the 30 ibus yeah. we had on the sun king beer right but just maybe it's just the flavor profile It allows it the bitterness be. to come through more. It, mm-hmm. it could be. It's not bad. I, I do enjoy it, the, yeah. like that little hint of bitterness.
1: The thing with this one is it's very smooth, and it's there's no bite to it. You mm-hmm. you have the flavor of what you anticipate a bite would be, but when you're drinking, you're like, you're not thinking,
0: "Oh, that's hoppy." Oh, that's yeah.
1: Um. So I think that definitely creamy, definitely melony melon Is
0: that a word? <laughs> Melony. I know a Melanie. <laughs> I, I know a couple of as well.
3: Yeah, and there, it's like not too carbonated where it's like yeah. you feel the bubbles in it at all. It just goes yeah. very smooth.
1: Right. I think I'd put this up there close to a nugget.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. I yeah. was going to say it's kind of like a Doodle Crew almost. I could see yeah. it, mm. it coming in one of those cans.
1: Oh, yeah. The Doodle Crew definitely did do a pineapple, and this kind of did taste like the, like mm-hmm. those, right? Those are a little bit more pineapple forward, but I, I totally can see what you're talking about there. Definitely a type of beer that I very much enjoy. Yeah. Oh, I 100% would drink more of these. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I would definitely have more of this.
3: Uh, I picked it up based on the can and the name, and was not disappointed with the beer that came out of it. Nice. Uh, what, uh, untapped?
0: Yeah. The untapped machine coming in at total 363 check ins and 270 rankings with an average of 4.00. A four average even.
2: A perfect Ooh, four. Wow. Solid. Salud, Salud. A rock.
0: I had one friend who is currently drinking this, so I will shut my mouth. Um, When looking through Pale, I don't know if you have that up or not, but there's a couple of them that jumped out to me. Um,
2: Yeah, there was one good one that you want to read it, the Brian L.
0: Oh, go ahead. I was going to read the bad one.
2: Oh, I'll read the good one, and then you can read the bad one. Go ahead. Brian L. said, nice tropical flavors with a creamy, smooth mouthfeel. It definitely has more bitterness than the untapped 16 IBU rating would suggest. Exactly. But mm. it's not overly bitter. Uh, he gave it a four and a half. Nice.
0: Um, I, the reason why I wanted to read the bad one, because uh, this SOB <laughs> brings, uh, brings my name to shame, because Keith D., Here said not good and gave it a point five, and this was February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. This was not long ago. Um, Well, he okay.
2: So if you click on his profile, he's checked in sixteen beers. He's probably (laughs) yeah. He's got a ton at
0: point two five, and a ton at five. He sorry, one ranking is five, one is point five. So yeah, he's got garbage. I wonder if his last name is not just D; it's Dillhole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say dickhead. If you look yeah. at his number five top-rated beer, a Raspberry Sour Crush, a sour fruited ale.
2: Okay, this makes, makes sense. sense. So that explains everything. That's like if we were
3: rating <laughs> sour beers. Yeah, he gave probably be he rated a bunch of stouts. He
0: goes no, no, <laughs> so, no. Yeah, no. He didn't rank yeah, no. them. I'm like, uh,
1: all right, Keith D., if you're listening to the show, make sure you follow us on Untapped. If you're not listening to the show, fuck you, you idiot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> also, follow us on Spotify, uh, Amazon, Stitcher, Apple Music, or right. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and,
1: Instagram and Twitter. And Facebook, I guess. You sound like a Facebook person. You fucking boomer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like his one rating down below. It's, it just says, it's fine. It's fine. It's
1: fine. Ugh. It's fucking Chad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's Major a couple of Chad energies. A couple of fives in here. Nobody said anything, they just gave it a five.
2: It looks so like this was just people. at Winterfest. Yeah.
0: Um, there's a lot of Winterfest w- chickens. Oh, okay.
3: I went to the Taze River official website and it does say sixteen IBUs on there as well, so it's not just an untapped misprint.
1: I'm having a lot of burn though. Like it it
3: I would say it's bitter more bitter than that.
1: In, yeah. In if if I had to if I had to guess and we like reclassified, I probably would put this at like thirty five to forty. More so <laughs> than the sixteen.
3: Just say thirty-two bit, just to, yeah. <laughs> to make it up to the next generation.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm all checked in. If you guys are, I've Yeah,
3: I can just read my old check in because I'm not changing it.
1: Okay. Um, I said, as I
3: pull it up, it's hard to dislike this one. It's nice and juicy, but just a little bit more bitter than I would prefer. And I gave it a four point two five. It's definitely delicious. I like. The melon flavor. I wish the pineapple was a little more heavy in there and they could dial back the bitterness. But overall, it definitely goes in the category with those Doodle Crew beers, as Mm -hmm. I said. then I would drink this
1: any day of the week. Absolutely. I had this queued up as a four and a half. um, And then after sitting here a little bit, drinking this, I knocked it down a quarter. I said... As I read my post and burp up the hops, <laughs> had four point five queued up, but after, uh, but the after is kind of lingering too long. The flavor is great; love the melon. So yeah. I'm, I'm having like my mouth is. I'm it's not on fire per se, but it's just like this taste that just won't go away.
3: Yeah, those hops just sit on your tongue a little right. too
1: long, and I'm not opposed to that. Clearly of the four of us, I'm the one that's more likely to drink the West Coast styles. Uh, but I'm not expecting that from this. Like this mm-hmm. this says New England style. This is hazy. This is, give me something juicy. Give me something that's that'll go down. Like like pamper me like the the guy who can't stomach IPAs but loves the <laughs> orange juice. Yeah. Like that's what I'm expecting with this. And like overall, the flavor is great. I still gave it a four and a quarter. It's just, yeah, it's just, there's just like something wrong with that, that taste. Like if I drank, yeah. if I drank a West Coast and I still had it lingering, I knew what I got myself into. Yeah. The thing that knocks it down is classifying it as a 16
3: IBUs. When yeah. Th- yeah. It, sh- it should clearly be higher than that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. If this was marked at 45, then I'd be like, yeah, my, yeah. I can get over okay, I can then, get over yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a four and a half. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a half. expecting
3: it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: All
1: right. I
3: think it's up for your guys' turn.
0: Ooh. Pale, you want to lead us off this time? Sure. What are we drinking? Keith's too busy texting. No, I'm I'm doing research, and I'm pretty sure I found that a different Keith drank your beer and has also drank the beer we're drinking right now. Oh, nice. I'm like, mind fuck right now. (laughs) You're down the wormhole.
2: (laughs) keith yeah, Keithception.
0: <laughs> I don't know what's happening today. <laughs> These Keiths are on fire. All right. Go ahead, Pale.
2: Sorry. Keith and I are drinking Dot and Lines Cinnamon Candied Pecan Stout. Coming in at Say nine... that five times
1: fast. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Pin- cinnamon cinnamon candied
3: pecan stout oh cinnamon candied pecan stout cinnamon candied pecan stout
1: (laughs) i'm just trying to look it up on untapped there's just so many words you said right there just click the link oh yeah i could do that but i don't have it up i do everything from memory (laughs)
2: 9.6 percent abv ibus are not available
1: you can play the game. You didn't do it last week, but we can play the game.
2: You can play the game, Keith.
1: Uh, but it's a stout, so probably not. Yeah. Oh, it's a 10. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> stout, so pretty much in the name stout with candied pecans and cinnamon. There is no write up on the can, I don't believe. No. The,
1: if if anything, the only thing you would no. see that you've already read is what's on untapped. Sat yep. with candy
0: pecans and cinnamon. Besides the hops that are used, the grains, the yeast, and all that kind of stuff. He does list that on the can.
2: I think that's cool. He's like that's one of nice. the few that puts the hops and the grain and the yeast yeah. on the label.
1: Yeah, they have that nice little section off to the side. It's clean. I love it. Yeah, yeah I love it, too. Very clean. You yeah. can tell they're like a
3: printing company that like... Uh, aesthetics like that matter to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: And authenticity really. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And looking at the can, um, yeah, we, we see like the little, it's like a smiling beer. It's a smiling Mm -hmm. beer. It's got a nice little smile, smiley face in there. It's got the cinnamon candied pecan stout. And I think you guys have had the cinnamon candied pecans before. I know here in Fort Wayne, we go to Comets games and somebody's always got those cinnamon yes. candied pecans and that oh, smell. And it's like, oh, I just want to eat these things. And they're sort of like the Fest
2: or the Three Rivers Fest. Yeah. Any carnival they, festival anything like to?
1: Is anything like the, the German
0: roasted almonds? Something like, like, that? like that. Yeah. It's along those lines. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like in Glen,
3: Glenbrook Mall used to have that store. Yes. In that, yes. I think H&M is there now or something. Right. Apple Orchard. It was, is that what you're talking about? Yes. yes. Where you yes. can walk
0: through in the Johnny Appleseed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes. And it smelled the like... The smells. Exactly I remember right. walking through there. The smells <laughs> of that place, man.
3: Sense memory with that is so strong. Oh. Yeah.
0: Doesn't there it used to be like a restaurant like in that corner? Don Hall's. Yep. Don Hall's yeah. had yeah. the Johnny Appleseed restaurant. I forget what it was called, but it was... Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was, thought I saw it was a picture seat. of it, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, something like that. I don't I, remember. I remember seeing a picture. There was like a this day in history uh, that somebody like retweeted from either the newspaper or you know some kind of whatever. Not retweeted, but like reposted on Facebook or something, uh, where they showed like remember this <laughs> and like showed like that yeah. restaurant, uh, and it's a, essentially it was like the the white. Uh, Pillars and like yep. the like the, the, white the fencing. Fence. And yeah. you could eat oh, out right. there on the patio yeah. and you could watch the people walking yeah. by. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Like I did once with my grandma. Good times.
1: <laughs> people watching was like legit. <laughs> Take me back. But I but I now know the smell you're talking about.
0: Yep. It's a good smell. It's a very good smell. That's also super excited to pick this one up when I found it when they released it uh but yeah nice aesthetics on the can everything's great speaking of smells what do you got pale cuz uh, my nose is starting to stuff up
2: well i'm kind of there too i'm a little sniffly so literally do you guys
1: like is it not cutting for you like i figured the cinnamon would cut
2: the no-
0: <sighs> i get cinnamon the on the nose the yeah sure. i think
2: i do get the cinnamon I, pecan it's
0: It's awfully light with the pecan.
2: Yeah, it's hard to pick that up.
0: It is not registering the smell memories and the sweetness (laughs) of it. So it's like maybe they brewed it with it, but maybe not enough. There's hints there, but you can definitely smell it's a stout. You can smell the heaviness behind it. This is, what,
2: Mm 9.6? You can definitely smell some kind of roasty, nutty flavor in here. But really, the the cinnamon is more noticeable. very powerful
0: yeah cinnamon for sure
3: roasty nutty kind of is a stout yeah
0: anyways like yep. that
3: scent
1: mm-hmm. and lately i've discovered that i fucking love cinnamon beers mm. like i can't get over like it like the katrina that we had from Scarlet yeah, Lane that was so good and then i thought i think i had a cinnamon beer at summit city a little bit ago I thought that was pretty pretty good.
3: Yeah, there's one we talked about a few weeks ago because I remember you bringing up Katrina. So there was another one in yeah. between.
0: Yeah. Because I'm always going to go back to that one. <laughs> that one was that really one good. sticks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this one, Pale. It's very bitter. I was expecting yeah, sweeter.
2: I'm getting a burn. Like a burn on the back end.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of burn. Well, it is a high ABV. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, pretty. it's almost 10, so yeah. It's uh, yeah,
0: not
2: what I was expecting. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of a struggle to get the cinnamon and the pecan like up front. I mean, I mean it, I think,
0: it's there, but you gotta.
2: Yeah, you got to do a lot of like, <laughs> like sipping a lot of and just put like it in your mind around.
0: and trick your mind into tasting it. I guess <laughs> like grapefruit pale. Are you getting a little grapefruit in there? <laughs> I do now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> There's like some chocolateiness
2: to it,
3: not mm. or coffee. Like I'm trying to go off of just the stout.
2: I think like the flavors that, coming. You through. get that like roastiness a at the end, yeah, like the maybe a roasty coffee ness at the end. If they yeah,
0: like a burnt, it just kind of coming across
2: more as like a burnt burnt, burnt uh, flavor. There's definitely roasted. roasted. Definitely something there up front, but it's just hard to. Hard to get it.
1: I yeah, mean Without it, going too far into the untapped thing right now, because we're not there yet, but I, I am seeing at least one of the comments just agrees with Keith. Lots of cinnamon, expected more sweet, but good. I don't know about the but good part, but yeah. they, this person expected more
0: sweet. Because when you eat that candy, or it's not yeah, even mm-hmm. candy, I mean, it's candied pecans, but you just eat that whole bag and that sweetness lingers throughout. But yeah, I'm not... Ex- there's there's not much. It's like he attempted to put some in but you didn't put in it enough for it to really stick. Cause usually with these stouts when they're super sweet you can feel it, you know, on your lips and the after effect yeah. and the stickiness that sticks behind. I'm not getting it with this. It it get more of the bitterness like this is a high A B V stout, which is I'm not complaining. Um, <laughs> but it's you not just, what well, I was expecting and yeah. that I don't like because if I'm seeing cinnamon candied pecans out cinnamon yes you're punching me in the face with that <laughs> candied pecan no I'm not getting that sweetness
2: didn't we have this on uh flight Keith
0: yes this is why uh we picked it up I think you and I split this one
2: and I we think, tried it I there think, we didn't
0: check it in but
2: I vaguely remember it being a little more like pecan heavy yeah
3: I wonder if on tap. Or yeah, on draft it came through a little bit more than could be. the cans.
2: But now it's ca- like a little bit flat coming it's from the a can.
3: Terribly old. Better, better fresher. Yeah, it can't be like like any more than like. Three but just months. like the trans transferring it from, from a keg to keg then to, to a can, yeah. it right. kind of it does. I I know from experience when we brewed our beer that it does change the flavor every time you move it from a different vessel.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. What All is right. the untapped? You can help us out here.
1: Perfect. All right, we have ninety-two check-ins. Oh, not very many. Eighty-eight of them are unique, and of those eighty-one ratings, giving it a three seventy-three.
3: Not
2: horrible. Yeah, pretty I
1: have though. zero friends checked this out. one in. It is pretty Same. low for first out. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. It really is.
2: Yeah, with eighty-one ratings, I would like you expect to see like a four or higher.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the lower sample size usually favors stouts uh, mm-hmm. because the, most people that order them are the ones that like them.
3: That yeah, the people that li- like them are gonna. Yep. But maybe it's you're getting random people that are just like, oh, that's that sounds good, not realizing.
1: Or we have eighty-one Keiths who said, yeah, <laughs> this doesn't quite hit the flavor <laughs> yeah, where, mark." Where I, where's the pe- cinnamon pecan? I gotta find right. this other Keith. Right. <laughs> uh bethany gave it a four she said spot on well done uh i've read a couple like of these and kind of every every sentiment that we've had so far has been like the same and they've given it like 350 375s um so i'm just skipping them some of these i don't know what fln means i got ronald ronald r says perfectly sweet refreshing
3: 4.25
1: susan p anthony says good but pecan just isn't for me and she gave it a three, which is just expectable. She likes stouts, but doesn't like pecans. Like, I get that. B- but she went into it not expecting to like it. Uh, Kevin R. said, wish I could taste the pecans. He gave it a three and a half. Yeah, that seems to yeah, be the consensus go. here. Yeah.
3: I got A.A. A. Ron. Oh. Very smooth. Ooh. White cinnamon notes. Dangerous
1: with the 10%. I was uh, like, are you reading Aaron Rodgers posters? And an Aaron <laughs> Rodgers right here. But he didn't say anything. Of course, he's not going to say anything. It's in the offseason. <laughs>
3: no, this guy is actually A-A-Ron. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I
3: read it like that. Say,
0: unless it's a Tuesday, then he'll talk to Pat McAfee. But other than that.
1: That's fine. Uh, Stout B is drinking this. He didn't do much, but he did say, ain't no holla back girl. Three and a half.
3: Keith, did your other Keith have a White Sox logo as his picture?
0: He had, yeah. It was like an S on there. I looked him up. he yes. he was on the landing uh, in one of his pictures. So he's must be Fort Wayne. He went down to Winterfest. Um, so yeah, um, he must be a Fort Wayne guy. So Keith, I just got to his check-in. Assemble. He
3: gave it I I gotta find three and a half. Add him as your f- friend.
1: Yeah, if you're not part of your Keith friend Facebook group, you need to do it. I'm part of a Dustin <laughs> Facebook group. <laughs> it's awesome like we just befriend each other there's so many dusted in this group it's so cool uh yeah i think i'm running low on check-ins right now at least with comments sean l says yummy and gave it a four uh brett f says fruit cakeish." ish i love it he loves it but it's fruit cakeish, so he hates it like i don't want to it. <laughs> here's a, a contrary opinion
3: adam b yum not overly cinnamon Nice pecan flavor, smooth stout finish, Def Don't Taste the 10%, uh, ABV, easy drinking. So it's opposite. Everything was opposite. It goes to show, <laughs> like,
0: I guess that's the consistency with the kegs. Well, mean, his is
3: in a can because he's got a picture of a
0: can. Uh, maybe he had it fresh. I don't know. I don't get that. I checked it
3: in January. It's weird. I don't know. But you but, said more cinnamon than pecan. He says more pecan than cinnamon. You said this, the ten percent comes through. He says he doesn't even taste the ten percent.
0: Maybe he loves pecans and he can pick up on it more. Mm. I mean, pale can find mm-hmm. grapefruit and and when it's not even it. there, so every beer when it, it is, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and when it has grapefruit, he has no idea and, and no, it, no yeah,
2: clue. <laughs> I can't find it if it has if it says grapefruit in the name. I'm not going to taste it.
3: But I would like to hear your guys check ins.
2: Yeah, I'll, I, okay, I'm checked in. I'll go first. Uh, So I said, not bad, but struggling to pick up on the cinnamon in the can, getting a decent amount of roasty burntness at the end. I gave it a three and a half.
1: So you agree with that person when you said that you could barely taste the cinnamon, but you taste, I guess, in your terms, the overly roasted nutty part.
2: Yeah. I would, I'm picking up that as well.
1: Yeah, so you, from what I can hear, you're opposite of Keith right now.
2: Ooh. Where,
1: where, where does your IBUs sit yeah.
3: if you
2: want to play Ooh. that
1: game? Mm.
0: You look that up, Pail.
2: You look it, it up. I look it up.
0: You look you that up. up. I'll give my narrative of uh, my check-in. Oh, my goodness. I got so many badges. Hold on. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right, there's like four badges <laughs> on it, that.
1: Have not checked in in a while, I see?
0: Well, this is the to-go to Go Please, level 13, Verified Adventure, level 56, Earn the Four of the Can, level 48, and Heavyweight, 47, level 47. So I got quite a few on that. Um, I said for this one, nice amount of cinnamon, <clears throat> but low on the pecan and sweetness, which is a bit disappointing. However, it is a great standalone stout that is still roasty and delicious. And I gave it a four. So it's still a solid beer. Um, I'm just a tad disappointed. So I just put it like in a base level stout, which is always my four range. So you start adding variants to it and I'll kick that puppy up, um, a little bit more, but this had a variant. It's just not showing up for me and it's a tad disappointing. Um, maybe if my, I wasn't as stuffy, it's like I could taste the other beer very clearly. I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe That's what I was it's wondering a, a bit off kilter
1: need to do with that yeah
0: I mean it's still a solid beer but when I see the untapped rankings and what you guys are saying what other people are saying I don't think it's me um I think it is the
3: beer-hmm
0: right I mean you I
2: you hear cinnamon candied pecan stout I just think I'm gonna be like blown away by the flavor and it's like kind of falling short
0: it's mostly stout
2: yeah it's mostly stout with a little bit of pecan at the end.
0: It's um, it's one of those things, and I'm sure you guys will agree with me, but with our limited Fort Wayne breweries that we have, and Pale and I are constantly drinking the same beers from the same place. Every stout is starting to taste the same. I can get what a typical stout will taste like, whatever their baseline is, and I can tell they go off of it. So the more I'm drinking it, I can pick that up. Like I can tell this is no different. Sometimes in a Ghouls Gravy from Dotline. Right. Um, It's it's kind of like along the lines of the same variant, or excuse me, the same recipe, but they add the different variants to it um, as it goes along. Same thing with Summit City. I love every single one of their stouts because I know that baseline um, and what they add to. Mommy River. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're
3: using the same malts from the same farm every time, and all the same. Yeah. Like everything is the same. They're just. Adding a bonus ingredient or something. And and two Toms
0: is the same way. Like with this Tom series, it's like Mm -hmm. you can only add so much. But I'm like, hey, it tastes like the other one. We'll switch up the hop,
3: the new hop in this one.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think going to the frozen firkin a couple weeks ago was really refreshing. Just reaching, branching out to stuff out of Fort Wayne and just getting like that, like really unique beers that's that's just like only, you know, for a firkin barrel or whatever yeah but uh the IBUs is i is really low so i've i'm looking at five ibu's because of the fifth Ooh. element oh nice So I'm connect me connecting the Mila Djokovic. there you go I like there.
1: it here uh so a little sidebar slash you know side side rails before we jump on the topic uh, i'm kind of interested if we take all the dot and line beers that we've ever had and kind of sorted them by types how well their stouts would have done or how how well their stouts do. I don't think that I've really ever been super impressed with their stouts other than the peppermint mocha stout that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even their porter, like the the Ghoul's Gravy, not yeah. a fan. I'm not a fan of that. I did like their uh, the one variant they had of that one that you guys provided toasted us. Toasted marshmallow yeah. Yeah. or something? mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that like they they don't strike me as a stout company
3: no they're, their ipas are really good yeah I, right. I agree and and they're like crumbly whatever series yeah, like they're, the, uh, sa- the sour uh, ones. the sour, sour like series the, and yeah
0: they're, he's big on the seltzers right now dude's awesome I, unfortunately i can't remember his name the head brewer we pale and i did see him he was at um the freaking fest at two times yeah, was. so Fort fortlandia a lot of the guys all came out a lot of the same yeah. guys you are, so it's kind of cool to see them all there but um y- you're right dustin i agree he he was new and he's experimenting and when pale and i talked to him a year or so ago whenever that was he was trying to hire someone to make staple beers so he could experiment more oh nice and try to branch out and try to find some of these other things right. so i'm not knocking him he's new at it he's getting his his footing and everything else. So he's trying and, you know, trial and error and maybe our rankings will help. Um, yeah. and I'm, he can add a little bit more next time. Yeah. Clearly not knocking him as a brewer. Like Ooh. he's doing his
1: thing. He, I just think dot online as a whole got to figure out their awesome. stuff business, mm-hmm. but they're awesome. Yes, absolutely. They're awesome. They're fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, they got, got the image. They got the image. They got the location. They got it. I mean, yeah, just hone in on it's, that beer and,
1: it's awesome. It's literally the first of two choices for me when I go to Fort Wayne. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, clearly my my mother in law lives up in that area, so it's if I'm in town for that reason, am I going to Two Tom's or am I going to dot Line? Yeah. Yes, and yes, same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Both. Thankfully, some, some, they're within. They're close enough. Yeah, Sometimes they're within have to
2: what, like two or three miles of each other. I, if so I do one, that. I usually yeah. do the other. But not even that, probably. Yeah, just you might for as well.
0: pickup at least. At The other place, yeah,
2: and then and
1: then if we're trying to go a little extra crazy, it's always Summit City, but
0: yep, because
3: they always have a different beer for you to try, yeah.
0: absolutely. And one last All thing, right. one last yeah. thing about this beer, I will say, um, since it is a stout, we'll let this episode play out. I got about just under half, I'm gonna let this puppy warm up and see if that sweetness Ooh, yeah. will come out a little bit,
2: maybe. More. Perfectly. I got just this. So. Oh, pale! Oh, yeah, yours. He I'll let that. Yours is. might be warmed up already. That's about two <laughs> sips. <per laughs> yeah,
1: one big
3: chug. Yep. I mean, that's about how much I have left too. Oh,
2: we're about the same.
1: I'm already onto my my rotator. <laughs> <laughs> I know
3: I might have to run out. Uh, just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink and Geek Out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at drinkandgeekout.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at geekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content, and that is patreon.com slash drinkandgeekout.
0: And now, back to the show. All right, Resident Evil, in case anybody is unaware of what it is, is a 2002 science fiction action horror film written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. The film stars Mila Djokovic, Michelle Rodriguez, Eric Mabius, James Purefoy, Martin Cruz, and Colin Salmon. It is the first installment in the Resident Evil film series, which is loosely based on the video game series of the same name. The film was Fucking initially titled. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the film was initially titled Resident Evil: Ground Zero, but was retitled after the September 11th attacks. Ooh, too soon. Uh, barring elements from the video games Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2, the film follows an amnesiac heroine Alice and a band of Umbrella Corporation commandos as they attempt to contain the outbreak of the T-Virus at a secret underground facility. The film received negative reviews from critics and grossed $102 million worldwide against a production budget of $33 million. Shocker, a video game movie that did horribly. The and film horribly. It grossed 102. Well, reviewed, reviewed horribly. Reviewed horribly. Sorry, sorry. Let me back that up.
1: They made money.
0: <laughs> uh, the f-
3: <laughs> enough to make six sequels. This is yeah, true. Right? So
0: the film was followed, as you just said, by five sequels: Apocalypse in 04, Extinction, Extinction in 07, Afterlife in 2010, Retribution in 2012, and the final chapter in 2016 plus a reboot titled Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City in 2021 and a Netflix series called Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, also released in
3: 2021. I guess let's start by just talking about Resident Evil in general, like the games, I guess, first, or in any experience with the movies. Uh, I've only ever played Resident Evil 4. I did the, the Wii version that was like the remake or whatever the with the Wii remote controls and I really liked that game but that's the only experience I have with Resident Evil and I only watched this movie today so like I don't have a lot of Resident Evil under my belt
1: yeah I've seen all of them it was kind of like one of those movies that uh, you I watched uh, because uh, it was on uh, you know my stepfather was watching it and he he was younger uh about 11 years older than me which is kind of a weird dynamic i don't really want to get into <laughs> uh but uh, like he he would he would pause and slow down certain scenes of oh, the movie I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah uh and so like of course, you're watching this as, you know, a perception that this is a softcore porn. I did pause it at one point because I was like, did I just see what I thought I saw? Because yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I thought I thought this was a PG-13
3: movie. That's all I thought, I, I,
1: yeah, I did the same thing when we talked about My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I paused and like drug back the reel. I was Like, did I just literally see upskirt of this chick swinging an axe or a broom or whatever she was or the broom that she was swinging? But very similar to this, you know, when she falls off the table, you know, you see, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darkness. Darkness. All (laughs) that I see. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I did play some of the Resident Evil games on the PlayStation 2, I think it was. I think So I think it was Resident Evil 2, I think is what I played. I don't remember the name Alice, but I do remember Claire. All of the...
3: I think she's made up for the movie. Yeah. That's possible. The only, there's like two characters that were from the video game and they're both villains.
1: Yeah. It was like, it was like Chris, right? Uh, was the name of the guy in the actual,
3: I only know Leon and like Jill Valentine, I think is the f- girl from the first game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Chris Redfield, uh, Leon Kennedy, Claire Redfield. So I know Claire and Chris, and then there's a Jill Valentine. Yeah. So Chris Redfield was in Resident Evil in 1996, so the first game. Leon was in Resident Evil 2, Claire was in Resident Evil 2, and then Jill Valentine was in Resident Evil, so they're all over the place. I don't know, like the the timeline, so I can't be like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Chris was in the first one. Claire was in the second <laughs> one. Claire was doing this you know, the get back for you know whatever happened to her husband or whatever. Uh, but also didn't really get like a good idea of the characters and like you know like what cameos made the movies based on the games really mm-hmm. and didn't follow along that that closely. But I've seen them all. They're all fucking weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I've played the first three on the PlayStation, and the third one, Resident Evil Three: Nemesis, was a big one that my dad and I played. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of g- good memories there. But that I like the problem
1: solving part of it, right?
2: Yeah, so, it was so great.
1: The- the biggest part of the the Resident Evil game franchise that I enjoyed the most, it wasn't killing the zombies. It was now that you're inside this place, you looked around to find clues and stuff.
0: Oh, you, yeah. That's you, cool. You checked. It's this, like
3: w- in, you're like in a haunted house type yeah. situation.
0: and An escape room.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah, yeah exactly. It basically,
2: was, it wasn't just all about, uh, you know, kill this zombie and let's move on to this room. Kill these two zombies and keep moving on. It's like, yeah, it's like an escape room. There was like a lot of puzzles and stuff that you Mm -hmm. had to figure out to like. I wasn't a
3: fan of the camera angles in those first three games. Because it's like like situated up in a corner and you can't move it or anything. So you're just like in this room and the camera never follows your character. And then once you go to a new room, it switches to a different angle in
0: that room. Limits your action. That's why
3: I I went to. That's why I've only played four because it's like a first or third person shooter at that Mm -hmm. point.
2: Yeah, that was the problem with those ones like in the PlayStation. Like they, they, they didn't the camera didn't move with a character. It's like it was just there was like maybe one or two different angles and then But it's like,
1: very simple it's very similar to a lot of the other games of that same genre for yeah, like the Sega yeah. Genesis mm-hmm. or anything like that, where you just had a camera view. Let's say you're going down a hallway, and you're going down that hallway. The aspect doesn't change. Yeah, you're just further away, and you have to find a clue that's on the wall that's over here.
3: It probably adds to the creepiness factor. So maybe yeah. I should go back and try them. Yeah, because what if you turn the corner, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> because like as soon as soon as you turn that c- corner, then the camera cuts behind you. There could be like mm-hmm. a, a walker or a zombie, like yeah. right there. Like
0: yeah. I say I had limited access to this. I swear I played this in a demo disc. I don't know if it was on GameCube or if it was PlayStation because I was late to the PlayStation game but I did buy a PS1 so the remastered tiny version which I still have um, mm, Yeah, and I think it was either on a demo disc or something but I never played the full game um, but I know I think every version had a demo disc for every single console
1: so yeah right. That'd be really tough. I think Resident Evil was like the only one that mm-hmm. I ever
0: remember having a demo, a demo. disc for. You're right. Yeah. And I know GameCube had the exclusive, and I know that one's highly sought after. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of those. Um, Resident Evil Zero. I don't know if we have any of that listed anywhere or not, but um, that the one on the GameCube, it was an only four, which they always had up in the corner of the GameCube disc. And everyone yeah. says that was the best one. From what I've heard, the chatter on either Reddit or wherever it was, but some people say that that one is one of the better ones—the exclusive that they made for the GameCube. I think that I was. I think four. you can't
3: get it on the Switch now. Okay. Like, on, like, You can download all of the Resident Evils, including like one, two, three, zero, four, all the way
1: up to whatever they're up to now, on the on the Switch that'd,
3: store.
2: That'd be nice to revisit those.
1: I'll add that to my the same queue of playing all the Castlevanias that I haven't touched yet and I brought up in October. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting
3: for them to go on sale. I They're on my wish list, and I keep checking to see if they're... Because every month they have new games on sale. Um, all right, let's talk about this movie a little bit. Uh, so uh, I want to go like a little beat-by-beat, beat, I guess, just based on memory from watching it earlier today. It starts with someone messing with different vials we don't actually know what they are at this point Mm -hmm. yeah they seem to be stealing them from this laboratory then he throws one and it shatters Mm -hmm. and then all hell kind of breaks loose in this office building people are going about their jobs up above and below because i guess like the people in the sky high the high rise, high rise,
0: it's underground. It's the hive, <laughs> yeah. They're building it underground. The, the
3: hive is below where the labs are, but there's people also up like in the elevator. Oh, you're right, the, right, you're right, yeah. The, like
0: business whatever. people, like sales, yeah, sales, they people, have no idea.
1: Accountants, you know, people work for the uh, umbrella who just handle the finances, if mm-hmm. you will. And then, so
3: everything's going into lockdown, and then we kind of uh, that was the joke of our cold open, like <laughs> thing. <laughs> The labs filling up with water. The people up in the office buildings are like trapped in the elevators, and those are falling. And it, there's some grou- gruesome scenes here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally thought we were watching a Final Destination.
2: That's it it is kind of like that's <laughs> what I thought. Because like,
1: God. oh, <laughs> everybody's dead. We just I- introduced this character that got
3: coffee spilled and on his dead. shirt. What the first fifteen
2: minutes, Final Destination.
1: So did they just starve to death in the elevator? Like, is that like?
3: Yeah, the one chick gets her head cut off. Right. Yeah. To right. Else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the 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 elevator next to him just like falls and plummets to their death. The other one like stops and like I can fit through this quarter inch that
3: can't fit my head and my yeah. arm at the same
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me squeeze out, and then it's like, no, it can't fit. Like that's panic inducing for me. Like, Ugh. yeah, that
3: I was like sweating at this moment. <laughs>
1: But it did, they, they didn't show anything about this elevator afterwards. So did everyone in that elevator starve to death? I everyone died. I think everyone. Yeah, everyone did die. But they, they had to starve yeah. to death. Yeah, or, but Either literally, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand because they said in the movie later, or if that drug five years them. ago, mm-hmm. or five oh, five that. hours ago, five hours ago, five hours ago. Okay, yeah, five hours ago, this, this they went homicidal, and now we're here. So the people in the elevator should be still alive. They should. I'm assuming that drug that was released or whatever, that
3: virus right. killed uh, them. If yeah, they
0: opened yeah. the hatch and tried to escape, then it would have been in the elevator shaft because it went through the ventilation system. It went through the so, air conditioning
3: yeah. unit. So I, I assume, I don't know, they don't really tell you what that virus right, is, but yeah. the T-virus, Yeah, I assume that just like kills you after a couple hours mm. or something, just, just, just having it in your system. Yeah. Because Michelle Rodriguez kind of dies from it and just by getting bit on the hand.
1: Even after receiving the vaccine. Yeah. So hmm. Vaccines don't work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. And there's the takeaway. <laughs> from official. The
3: yeah, this is this is how COVID was released. A laboratory <laughs> in Wuhan, China. Somebody tried to steal it and is <laughs> in Raccoon City, actually. <laughs> then that then we cut to that mansion or whatever, and Mila Jojovic is lying in the shower unconscious.
1: Yeah. Which is weird. Like, uh, we're like, mm, we like to see you naked, Mila. Yep. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was gratuitous. That she didn't have to be there. The shower wasn't even on, so we can't even put together that she passed out while she was showering. <laughs> 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 yeah, and the water had been turned off, right? By someone.
1: I would. I would understand. Like, if she like woke up in bed like that, like uh, she had a good night. Yeah. 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 But she's in the shower.
2: Like, like the way it, Especially
3: when they keep cutting to the sex scene, it's like, she just woke up after that sex scene or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. She didn't have to be in the shower. The way it looked
2: like it? she was maybe gonna take a shower and then just... Like, <laughs> it down.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't something... They showed, like, the shower and, like, something under the faucet, yeah, like, opened they up... They do cut to ...the that, vent, yeah. and eventually like a, that happened, but...
3: I think the... Yeah. Uh, whatever that little girl is spying through or whoever, whoever's on the other side of the security cameras. I didn't figure that part out. Uh, So
1: the, the, the little girl was just an AI, like the AI representation of the programmer's daughter was that little girl. So the The red queen, I think
3: they referred to her or something.
1: Yeah. So there isn't really anybody on the other side of the monitor. That's the AI that's doing it. And so you have a representation of who she is based on just, you know, whatever dialogue. Uh, It's just the hologram projection.
3: So every time it cuts to like, we're seeing security footage, or we're, yeah. it's like looking up at the camera. It's just the computer mm-hmm. or the AI is, yeah, on yeah. the other side of that. Okay, I was I was watching this while I was working, so I. I missed certain things, things. I think, yeah. like then they go into. I could. This is where I got lost at the beginning. Like why? I couldn't figure out why they went back into that building uh-huh. where the virus was released. <laughs> like what were they doing? Like they were going in there to shut off the AI. Is that what they were going? Yeah. For?
1: Essentially, they were trying to figure out why the AI did what it did. But they also but what did
3: they, So they don't know the virus was released. They zero they, clue. They zero okay. clue.
1: And so this was my the first take that I had. They they were basically calling the AI the problem, but the AI did exactly what the AI should have done. It locked everything down because
3: the virus was released, so it was doing the right thing. The (laughs) whole thing she was
1: trying to do the whole movie. (laughs) So the bad guys are the military that went in there uh to shut down the AI, and the AI they're like, "Don't listen to that. Everything
3: that." Girl says his lies or something when they go to turn her off. I so one of the characters say,
1: "Yeah, as a, a cha- chaplain." I didn't catch any of their names. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried. I, I was I was <laughs> working as well, and I tried. He's the the nerdy guy that finally got the everything turned off by the time everyone died. Type of guy. Yeah, yeah his name was Chaplain.
2: Yeah, Cap Kaplan is what Oh, Kaplan. 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 Wikipedia says.
1: Matt,
3: Matt was the only one I got. Matt, was and the Alice. Guy. <laughs> Alice. They don't even say in the movie. That was only in the credits where I caught
0: that. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah I don't think she sure her name
2: yeah. was ever said in the movie.
0: Yeah. The the thing that bothered me, like at the beginning in the um the palace or whatever the mansion where they came to get them, they all had like gas masks on. But then when mm. they went into the facility where the gas <laughs> was released, nobody had masks on. So in a post pandemic world, like. What the fuck? <laughs> like yeah. You're going into the heart of it. Why are there gas masks when you're outside of it, but when we go in, we take them off? So, uh, that bothered me. I just
1: don't understand, like why they ran up on her like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. They like pinned her to a
3: wall, and they're like, "What did what happened here?" And she's like, "I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, clearly, I can't I'm remember." Naked right and
1: laying in the shower. <laughs> Good night. I see. Okay, let's uh, wrap this up. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> And they apparently believe her, but
3: they don't believe the other guy for whatever reason. The Matt guy—they put him in handcuffs, but nobody
1: else. Oh, the the cop. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So then they go through this building. They're going down. They get in there and they say that the virus has dissipated or something. It's been enough time. Yeah. Right. So so they that's why Probably they don't. Why have masks they don't on, have but they don't have masks. have masks on. They don't have masks on. Yeah. When that is said, they've already taken the mess yeah. off at that point. <laughs> uh, then there's uh, maybe my favorite part of the movie is that laser scene where they're yeah, like in yeah, that hallway yes. and the lasers are cutting cool. people in half.
0: <laughs> that was cool.
2: So it's really disappointing then, that I don't think this movie was rated R because they kind of. It wasn't. Which was really disappointing because
0: HBO,
3: where I watched it, said it was rated R. Oh.
2: Really? Because they cut yeah. away from a lot of. Like they said it was, like,
3: it was originally rated NC-17 for nudity and violence, and they had to, like, rein it back wow. in. That's why. The, uh, the plastic sheet they, she po- That's to probably it. why it's only an yeah. hour and
2: 40 minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get this, uh, she, she does walk around like this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I
3: get trivia later, and we, we'll get more into that, or I can just tell you the point. Uh, I'll get to it later, because uh, I don't have to search for it. Then, uh, that guy, the black guy is from arrow arrow. Yeah. He looked for <laughs> and he's like dodging all the lasers. And then like, they turn into like that X yeah. know, diamond shape. And, and, it, just and like- it's like, it ends right when it gets through him. Like
1: all he had to do was step back. One <laughs> step. <laughs> yeah, and step he would have survived. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he had, there's plenty of room behind him. Why didn't he just kept walking back? Like you're going to die anyways. So just yeah. keep going mm-hmm. for the, the off chance to get the laser turned off. I would have kept going. Like,
3: yeah. That's unfortunate because he was a cool guy. I like that actor. Uh, then they go deeper and then that's when they start in your, in inter- well, they turn off the computer Yeah. and then the zombies are released and she's like, if you do this, you're going to die.
1: <laughs> yeah. I literally was sitting there thinking as I was working, I was like, you don't want to open, you you don't want to shut this off. Like, yeah, you don't want to like, you're the problem. And then it turned out that they were the problem. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, so I couldn't figure out who's the good guys that hear it, who's the bad guys. Well, two the people AI, don't remember. The AI <laughs> is the good people.
1: Because the two people that don't remember end up being the bad guys in near the end. Yeah, they Yeah.
3: They one was literally the reason everything happened, the other one was kind of uh pushing that forward.
1: Yeah, trying to manipulate it from behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But then I was like, I don't know what Michelle Rodriguez and the rest of these douchebags know. Like, how much information do they have about what's going on here? Right. We never figure that out. It, I guess that's unimportant to the plot. It's just they're just there to be murdered.
1: Yep. B- bodies.
3: Yeah. So basically, from here on out, it's a race to escape. Like right. They keep going from room to room, aka level to level. I've I just viewed this as a video yep. game at this point, not knowing the video game is like, okay, here's here's the next. Here's all the guys you have to kill to get to the next room, and mm-hmm. then you have to find a way out of that room. And then you do the like bo- the, the mini-boss, and then you have to get to the the big boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they... So they're... They, they find this, the one zombie lady. She bites Michelle Rodriguez in the hand. She And then... Then all the other zombies start piling up and
1: it's it's a hell hell breaks loose type of situation there <laughs> mm-hmm. i there's one scene that uh later on when you when you get through everything and definitely skipping over the kaplan scene which is very important but uh near the end of the movie where the uh ai just tells him you have to kill this person
3: you have to kill michelle rodriguez you and she's like her. i can't do it and you know, yeah they, they
1: fried the computer and they, you know whatever like, that's, like, a moral question. Yeah, that was tough. I was, like, what's yeah. going to happen here?
0: Yeah. They have to kill her anyways.
1: She's
3: she's going to die. Yeah. Or er, er, turn. The computer yeah, so. revealed
0: that earlier and said, if you've been slashed or nicked or whatever. Yeah. They all knew that. It's like, no, we'll save you. Like,
3: But, mm. the, but she... They know there's a cure now, so right. it's like, well, there maybe there's a chance. Well,
1: well now, but back then they didn't. Yeah. So they why did? Know. Why didn't the, they turn to yeah. her and like?
3: Yeah, you were bit five minutes into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's always that's like one of the movie tropes that I don't fucking understand.
3: Every zombie movie has. Yeah. This. yeah.
1: It doesn't even matter if it's like a zombie movie. It's like you have one character that gets uh, bitten, stabbed, you know, marked some sort.
3: You know they're going to turn on you at some point, and you're just waiting for it to
1: happen. Literally just watched District 9 the other day. And Mm. he gets that ink stuff sprayed in his face uh, from the little alien little Mm -hmm. canister, and he starts turning into an alien. He doesn't know he's turning into an alien, but he's getting violently sick. He has a hand problem. He's got all these things going on with him. And they're always trying to hide it for some reason. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you just go somewhere? (laughs) Why would you try to affect everybody? Like, as soon as Allison saw this, she's like, oh, he's going to kill everyone. He's going to get everyone sick. Mm It's going to be like some kind of, like, mass spread of some disease, a.k.a. Resident Evil style. Yeah. I was like, it's like a common trope that I don't understand. Like, what's the problem with saying... I got sprayed in the face by this inky bullshit. Now I'm, <laughs> my I'm bleeding everywhere. I'm throwing up this black vomit. Like,
0: put me out of my misery, or, me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, look at the world we just came from in the past two years. Right?
3: They won't even. You won't even put on it's a just mask. Just a cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna go to work, even though. Yeah. I have all the symptoms. Uh, that leads me to a question. There's the scene where they're climbing on the pipes and the one guy like kind of falls down and then he has one bullet left. Yeah. Do you shoot yourself with that bullet or do you, I, well, he somehow miraculously escaped. So apparently oh. there was another way out. But if you're yeah. just stuck there on that pipe, do you kill yourself? Cause I, I was like, do it. I yeah.
2: think so. I mean, I don't get <laughs> eaten if that don't, you know what happens.
3: Yeah. You're either going to get eaten by these. I feel like that's, Super painful, or you're gonna
0: just. I, I would have seen it in seen it, the way I took that scene as, I'll distract as many of them as I can, so the rest of you can get away. Yeah. So I'll survive as long as I can to try to, you know, so they can escape, and that heroic aspect of it is kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. But kind of the the Jack Sparrow,
1: this bullet wasn't meant for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to make you work for your food, like mm-hmm. it's so like
3: up to. I feel like he could have knocked that guy off of him and then kept his bullet and used it on himself. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's definitely helpful that he you know murdered the that, yeah because then he does end up saving them. Yeah, but does he though? Like I don't like I'm under the impression that the machine is the good person, like the AI. Well, is he, the good entity here. They would have died
3: in that room because that monster would have broken in yeah. if he didn't turn off the computer.
1: Right, but she right. didn't want the computer or the computer didn't want any of them getting out because she's under the safety protocols. Because I feel like
3: once he did that, that's what leads to the final scene of the movie where she's outside and it's destroyed. Once you turn off that computer, everything is out of the building, and that's how Raccoon City falls. Otherwise, it's contained.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. It would have ended there, and there'd be no sequels. World was saved.
2: But no money would have been made.
0: That's true.
1: (laughs) Uh, no video game franchises wouldn't start. Or what makes the world biggest. go round?
3: Alright, so I guess moving forward to that scene they they find out that she, she has like a, a cutscene in her mind. <laughs> I was like, oh here's a cutscene from the video game where she like has a memory of like, oh red, blue is the virus red is, or green is the cure or something like that. Then they go in that room and then they find that's when they the other guy re- finally remembers that he's the bad guy <laughs> yeah, and turns on everybody and locks them in that room and then gets immediately destroyed by that, whatever that thing was called.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It makes me wonder if he remembered a lot of the time, not just that little bit and just kind of like played it off. Cause he was like, I Oh, was I don't so know. Close. Was- it
3: seemed like he was having his memories cause he's just sitting there with like a, a slack jaw face which is the way she looked every time she went into her, like her memory flashbacks. So it's like, now it's all coming back to me. Yeah. And then he, they both rush for the gun at the same time. Cause she's like, Oh, I know that face. I make that face when I remember things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they, that he, they fight over the gun. Um, uh, it kills. Yeah. They, that, I don't, Nemesis. Well, I don't know. Whatever that guy's monster's name is the final boss.
1: Yeah. The, the humanoid with the long tongue, licky tongue.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Tongue dude. And then that somehow, immediately after killing that guy, finds out where they're hidden or where they're locked in and, like, breaks through the glass. Yeah. Like you smell. And that's, that's where the Michelle Rodriguez uh, kill me scene happens, and then they get released by that other dude. Um,
1: somehow they get on a train. Well, it's the train they got there on. I don't really know how they got to that train. Yeah. He kind of just. That. I think
3: the train is. It goes from the mansion to that. Bunker they're somehow connected. Yeah. You know, that because they end up back at the mansion at the end once they get off the train. Uh, and then there's this cool action scene on the train where the monster is ripping people out, cutting like ripping the doors off and coming in, and then
0: the tongue coming uh, she, out. And she yeah, it.
3: she figures out like. <laughs> Stabs it into the floor.
0: And it burns on the tracks. They track give somebody. Michelle
3: Rodriguez the cure, and she ends up turning into a zombie anyway, so now there's like two things to fight. I like when she gets shot in the forehead, and yeah. it, it hits the button to that, open the dude doors. dude not hesitate
0: at all. Be like, fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: been waiting for you to tell me to do this. You should have given
0: me the axe.
1: Right?
3: Yeah. I mean, that would have ended the whole thing a lot sooner. Yeah. Uh and then I don't know, somehow opening that door catches the beast on fire <laughs> and there's like fire coming up through the floor now. And I assume that thing's dead, but it's scratched Matt. And yeah, I'm he sure. starts to turn once they get back to the house and then Something they get
0: crawls out of his scratch marks. Yeah. That's growing inside of him.
3: All of those guys in their little hazmat suits come in and take them to a new facility to do experiments on them or something. Well, yeah.
0: honestly, if it was a high government agency and this sounded like nobody's supposed to know this thing existed, they would not try to save these people. You would be fucking dead. They'd put a <laughs> bullet in your brain as you come out and be like, burn it, yeah, nuke it, it's done. <laughs> this never existed.
3: <laughs> well, what it sounded like, they want to use these, uh, in the military or whatever, right? Th- they want to turn her and him into a weapon. A weapon, yeah. And if she is has been turned, she's going to be at a weapon. So that's why she's like being tested right. in
0: that lab. And but the other but she guy escapes from that. I mean, there's like he's been infected. I mean, they say it or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, and then why, why like, save
1: him?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like put him in the Nemesis Project or something yeah. like that.
1: Which he also was evolving. It seemed it wasn't yeah. like oh yeah. It wasn't like he was just turning. He also had some kind of like deformity that he was evolving
0: into the new something, beast, yeah. whatever stabbed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it Apparently
3: he comes back at some point in the franchise. As and the he's, next he's, bad guy. He's from he he's one of the guys that are from the game. Like he's a he's Yeah. Definitely um, from the villain game. Villain from the video game. Gotcha. He's from the third.
2: Like the third video game. Yeah. Th- and uh, ne- Nemesis the th- Yeah,
1: PlayStation. It's like he's been in every game because I remember him.
3: He probably, uh, but in the games he doesn't have a backstory. In this movie is eventually, eventually, essentially, setting up his backstory. Gotcha. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she escapes from that, and then she goes outside and grabs a shotgun.
1: Yeah, notices that Raccoon City's fucking destroyed. Yeah, (laughs) the dead rise or walk
3: or something like that on the newspaper
1: yeah yeah I think there's a pitiful pivotal moment when she chops her boyfriend slash husband slash working partner with the axe where she kind of turns from meek to badass
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah she that's why like the movie's fine I didn't have really a problem it's kind of just a dumb action-y movie but I'm, I mean I kind of want to watch the next one just to see her mm-hmm. be like fulfill her what the promise where she's like kind of a badass, and kind of yeah. see where
0: her character goes. Yeah. It sparked enough it, in me. I may watch the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's what
1: five or six of them. They kind of lead into yeah. more of like a like a shoot 'em up movie mm-hmm. later. It's not enjoyable.
3: It's not, it, it, Is this the best one? Probably.
1: Uh, maybe like the first couple. But by Maybe by the time it's almost like every horror film, you yeah, get like thir- you know four or five and six are just like the same monotonous BS unless they go somewhere absurd. And for mm-hmm. this type of movie, it's just uh, kind of how the Matrix kind of fought back against more guns, more yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. It's it's, it's, it's rain just it back exactly did yeah. That's what they did. More guns, more shooting. You know, I want to continue
2: because like, like the this one it kind of was like a mystery kind of left you mm-hmm. wanting to know, know more about um, the umbrella corporation, the hive, the what's going on with raccoon city. Um, but I'm, I'm really surprised that it was like six of these movies. Yeah. I know. And it's they just crazy. rebooted it. Dude, <laughs> I
3: guess the, year, the, the, the new one is as closer to the video games. Yeah. It yeah. follows the games more, but I heard it like the reviews have, were somehow worse. <laughs>
0: Ooh
3: maybe i guess because like i don't know it basically is the cutscenes from the video game mm. yeah. That's rough. Uh, maybe we'll watch we could do the second one in a future episode sure. and talk about it um the game connections Does somebody want to read these since i feel like i've been talking for a half hour
1: yeah <laughs> sure absolutely All right. Various elements are borrowed from numerous video games, including Resident Evil 2 and 3, where Alice's character awakens in a Raccoon City Hospital with a viral outbreak occurring in the city. There are several references to characters and organizations, such as the Umbrella Corporation, the Nemesis Program, the underground train bearing the moniker Alexi 5000, a reference to Code Veronica's villain Alexa... Ashford, the train is from Resident Evil 2, but in the game it reads Galaxy 5000 instead of Alexi 5000. A police cruiser, which is in every fucking game, cool. Yeah. Uh, from which Alice takes a shotgun, has a STARS logo on the hood. Jason Isaacs appears in the film as an uncredited masked, unnamed doctor, which is a, a reference to William Birkin. The character of Dr. Isaacs, played by Ian Glenn, in the film's sequels is based on him. While returning to the Red Queen's chamber, Kaplan points out that the four bodies in the group's dead crew from the glass hallway trap sequences are gone. This is a reference to the game where the bodies of enemies disappear. When the survivors make their escape from the Hive with the countdown as they fight the the final boss, this is a reference to the Resident Evil game, which ends with a five-minute countdown, during which the boss must be defeated. Anderson has stated that the film's camera angles and several shots allude to the game, video game's camera angles, such as the fight between Alice and the security guard. Which is a fun scene, right? The security mm-hmm. guard plus, like, the, the ten dogs?
3: Yeah, the dog mm-hmm. scene was really cool. <laughs> I guess the dogs were a problem on the set, because they kept licking that... <laughs> makeup shit off of themselves yeah. <laughs> and off of the other zombies. <laughs> this is what? back I before CGI was that great. Makeup
2: on do- like real dogs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, they they had to. Like, there wasn't... Yeah. CGI wasn't really... You saw thing. the CGI monster and it was fucking trash. It was, terrible. It was Oh, it, it, my it was, God. was yeah. yeah. definitely Like a character straight from the video game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, the lowest so, budget. So
1: the so dogs... Good. The dogs looked really good, minus the ears. The ears were definitely CGI. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm
1: or prosthetic. Like you, clearly they wanted like some kind of decaying aspect for the dogs. The, the ears were awful, but the rest of the dog was pretty dope.
3: Uh This reminded me. What was the countdown for? They kept cutting to the countdown but nothing happened when the The it got the to...
1: countdown was for the the ceiling of the doors. Oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did yeah, say, yeah, they yeah, did yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, and it okay. didn't happen because they blew the circuit. Yes, right. okay.
3: All right, here I've got a few pieces of trivia that were kind of fun that I got from IMDb and other sources. Uh, we'll just kind of go through these round-robin style. I will start. The main actors were told to prepare for the film by getting copies of the game and playing them through. Some of them didn't know if they could complete them in time, so they had to get video copies of other people beating the games in order to watch them. Uh this is obviously before like twitch and youtube i was gonna say it sounds like youtube but yeah interesting uh also because the games tied in so tightly to the movie they had to they had to play the game (laughs) like (laughs) barely anything from the games is in this from what i could tell yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) it'd be just like you know if you're in the lord of the rings you kind of had to read the books but your script is a little bit different than what happened in the movie right or what happened in the books. At least
3: the characters from the book were in the movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, not all of them. <laughs> mm. RIP Tom Bombadil. Oh. Poor Tom. In successful opening weekend sparked a frenzy among U.S. studios eager to capitalize on the interest in video games. Titles like Doom in 93, Silent Hill in 99, and Max Payne in 2001 were all snapped up. Mm. I did like the Max Payne movie. <sighs>
3: With Marky Mark, with Marky Mark, yeah. I've only seen the the Forget
1: Rock about that one, Doom, but I've never
2: seen Silent Hill or Max Payne. Mm. Yeah. Silent Hill was good.
1: It was weird.
2: It was creepy. Yeah, yeah creepy, I heard it. It was
1: because yeah. it because it's a like watch. a Chernobyl style area, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I was too young to like really know like what was going on.
0: George A. Romero, director of Night of the Living Dead from 1968, was originally attached to write and direct, but left the project in 1999 due to creative differences over the script. <laughs> Shocker. George A. <laughs> Romero's unproduced script features the game character's Jill Valentine as the female lead. Hmm. Somebody be trying to stay true to the video game.
3: Yeah. For, so I read more about that. Apparently, hit like early scripts were much closer to the video games Um, and it makes sense for George Romero being like the creator of zombies in film like not the living all the living dead
2: franchise (laughs) it seems like a a missed opportunity yeah for sure this movie was the second movie based on a video game directed by Paul W.S. Anderson the first one was Mortal Kombat in 1995 which <laughs> our staff you mentioned i, that I mentioned
3: that earlier um originally set to star sarah michelle geller as alice uh, gwyneth paltrow was also offered the role and jennifer love hewitt kirsten dunst and natasha hentridge were some of the actresses considered to play jill valentine for the george romero script um when different scripts were being developed for this film it It's been said that the big problem a lot of them had was due to the level of violence and the amount of nudity.
1: Yeah, which makes makes sense. (laughs) A lot of actresses don't want to do that kind of thing. Uh, David Boreanaz was originally going to play Matt Addison, but turned it down uh, because he was working on Angel in 99.
3: Hmm. (laughs) It would have been interesting to see Buffy and Angel Uh, (laughs) as Alice (laughs) and and like the two main characters. (laughs) I thought uh, that was a typo.
0: Like after
1: kind of after you mentioned Sarah Michelle Geller, I was like, what? Wait. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't think they would have put both of them in the film. Yeah. That'd be if, really weird. They would have done. I think that would have been too close to the, that like too tied to the other universe.
0: Yeah. Well, this is an interesting one. Capcom feared that a faithful adaptation would actually discourage people from buying the games. If they could just watch the movie. So the ultimate decision was made to make an original story that contained a handful of references to the games. And this is why you fail, Hollywood. Uh, this is why you fail.
3: I think that was the creative differences they had with George Romero's script because he was trying to yep. put characters from the video game and make like a story that
1: fit with the video game. I, it's, it's a tough call because I think like I would want something that's recognizable. Mm-hmm more so than original story like
2: you would want the gamers to like really be happy and about the movie
3: yeah they're more worried about the people that haven't played it yeah, the they're video worried game. about
2: yeah. like the overall like that haven't played it and they yeah. I, I would have been more focused on the the gamers that know the game that
3: made the franchise popular to begin with exactly, exactly.
0: and now i think it's backfired a bit cuz a lot of these new games that come out I don't want to fucking play them. I go on YouTube and watch the cutscenes. Just the cutscenes. And just watch (laughs) the story. I'm like, that's all I want is a movie that's like pulled out of the video game. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you have your diehards. Like with me, Assassin's Creed, like I saw that movie. It was trash. But I'm like, I'm going to go see it. I'm not going to be like, like. I think, Saf, you watched the movie first with before you played the, some yeah, of the before video playing games, the game. and it's like, oh, that might not be the best option. There but was some. There was some something. good parts to it, though. Yeah, there were some good parts horrible. to it, but it's like, it's not going to discourage. It's like, Saf's yeah. still yeah. going to go play the Assassin's Creed games. It's not be like, well, I saw the fucking movie. I'm not going to play Exactly. It, <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> like, wait, no.
3: <laughs> I guess they're like, uh, Capcom's thinking, we're going to, the people that played the video game are going to see, see the movie regardless yeah. So we want to get people to watch the movie and then go play the game, but we don't, so we don't want to show
1: them the game. <laughs> right.
2: We don't want to, yeah, we don't want to spoil the game. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're like, I understand the reference. Oh, I've already watched it. Why do I need to buy the game?
2: Yeah. But
3: there's a way to do it where you don't spoil the game, but also has ties in a lot more clearly to the game. <laughs> right. Very interesting. I don't think any of us hated it. Right, we're we're all interested in watching. I mean, Dustin, you've already seen yeah, them all, but I, we're all interested in watching yeah, more. I kind of want to see what it, the
0: world is like now. It's like, all yeah. right, I want to see her go shoot some shit up. So,
3: I can see why it was a successful start to a franchise because it it was interesting. It left things open. Uh, apparently, uh, I guess I didn't put this in the trivia, but that in scene where she wakes up on the table, she was supposed to be completely nude. And she was supposed to walk outside completely nude and not have a gun and just, she's in utter peril now. She has nothing and you can hear like the monsters in the distance. And she was like, uh, I don't want to do this nude. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's change this. So they put a piece of uh, toilet paper around her basically.
0: <laughs> Which was so dumb. Just put a fucking robe on her. Put it
3: just a ho- yeah hospital robe yeah. on her. Yeah.
0: A gown. The, you know, show sure her ass, ass if you want like...
3: when she turns around but <laughs> uh, and I guess when she fell off that table and showed her pubic hair that was an accident but they left it in the film anyway
0: yeah they did <laughs> yeah they did that
3: <laughs> a- <laughs> but at least she got some of the nudity taken down you can see some side boobs some, some vag action but it's so brief and, and, as opposed to what they originally had right, which right. was like I think in one of the scripts, Jill Valentine is in the shower. This is an early script where Jill Valentine's still in the movie and she actually gets her like chased by one of the monsters and like attempted raped by one of the monsters. (laughs) Yeah. So they really tone that down to where she's just now waking up, passed out in the shower as a completely different character. But that's why that, that shower scene is still there because it was in the original uh, script. uh, Interesting,
0: Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I read through like, I don't know, six, seven pages worth of trivia and pulled out the best five pieces or Mm -hmm.
2: so. Jeez. So it seems like this movie would have been like over two hours if Mm. they kept it. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the original um, scenes in it, but.
3: Mm -hmm. I guess there's a lot of budget cuts too, so, and like, I guessing that CGI, shitty as it was, took up a lot of their budget just because of the time. So bad. All right. So I think eventually we'll get to Resident Evil, Afterlife or Extinction, whatever the next one is in the franchise. Apocalypse. (laughs) They all have such similar names. Right. Apocalypse Apocalypse is next. And then Extinction. And then Extinction. And then Afterlife. And then
2: Afterlife. And then Retribution. And then the final chapter. Synonyms. And then we'll have to start all over again. Oh, yeah with the uh, newest welcome, welcome to, to
1: raccoon, raccoon city. city which i think i would have watched that one i still haven't yet to, i need to
3: i'm just, uh, yeah it just came out i don't think yeah. it's on it's not streaming yet but you could probably find it in your it's on the plex it's uh, yeah. <laughs> plex plex city
0: yeah
2: sure. I, yeah what's the plex
0: I don't know. That's a uh, <laughs> local sports complex here in Fort Wayne. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. I don't know why you guys keep bringing that up. I'm like, we're not a sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs> exactly.
3: All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of Drink and Geek Out. Until next time, drink, drink up. up and
0: eat and out. And oh, eat, eat out. Zombies? <laughs> what? I thought you were talking work? about that veg we saw. Well. <laughs>
1: Keeping that.